Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Will tropical moisture from the Bay of Campeche come northward through Texas? and inundate the areas that have already been inundated by floodwaters and affected the agricultural production in the middle of the country. That's what we're going to answer today. This is Weather Insider for Monday, June 3rd. I am AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers, and that over there is AccuWeather.com's Bernie Reno. Right across the table from me. That's right, and this is episode number 66. And, uh, Bernie, it's cooled down in the eastern states. Uh, it's dried out in the northwest. But uh, we have this system it, it down way south of Texas, uh, just off of uh, the coast of Tampico, mm-hmm. uh, down there in, uh, in Mexico, uh, just south of the Gulf. And uh, it, it could have a profound impact. Uh, on the nation's midsection and uh, the economy of the country. Yeah, and, and the bad news for the central part of the United States, even if that system in the Bay of Campeche was not there, we'd still be looking at showers and thunderstorms this week in the central part of the United States. Over the next few days, Monday night and Tuesday, most of those thunderstorms will be in the high plains, but by Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, let's take that system out of the equation now. Which system? The southern, in the one the southern south. system, the system Mexican that could system. be our uh, could be a storm or a tropical depression. Um, even if that wasn't there, we have a slow moving upper low in the west, which we've seen time and time again over the last thirty days. Storm that's going to come in the high levels of the atmosphere. Yeah, that's going to come east, and there's going to be showers and thunderstorms anyway in that zone Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And because that system is so slow moving. That means the thunderstorms it produces are going to be slow moving, which means there's going to be locally heavy rain in that area anyway. But if you're starting to bring in tropical moisture from the south, and I think you're going to, Evan, you know, the saving grace for Oklahoma, Arkansas and Missouri is the moisture from that system's coming north. But maybe it gets steered to their east and doesn't come north and right into that zone. But if it does... I mean, that's just going to create more and more problems. You've seen the footage on AccuWeather.com from the Arkansas River from Little Rock toward Pine Bluff. That river, the Arkansas River, is in major flood stage, and in some areas, it's record levels, and it's producing lots of flooding. Well, and you know, Bernie, there's two there's two related but separate problems. One is the thing you just touched on, and that's the river flooding mm-hmm. that is in that area. Uh, that extend and it really extends all the way northward. Still problems, uh, all the way, not only the Arkansas River but the Missouri all the way up into Nebraska too, yeah. and into South Dakota, uh, the Mississippi up through Missouri and Iowa and Illinois and into Minnesota and Wisconsin. The Illinois River that heads up almost to Chicago, all those rivers are, are in pretty bad shape, uh, and this uh, area that we just uh, talked about, that area of rain you mentioned, uh, is kind of not targeting the whole area. The Arkansas River may, the western parts of it may be okay, but uh, certainly the central part of that region 
the rivers might be impacted. And then the second part of it, Bernie, is the thing we talked about uh, last week, and that is those fields are still very are. wet. The uh, amount, the percentage of uh, corn and soybeans that have been planted still is uh, very low. Uh, some of those fields have dried out a little bit, but if this rain comes back in, starting with corn, that could, Bernie, you know, that could be a major issue it because could. if they don't plant corn in the next week or two uh, in the fields they haven't been able to get it into, uh, the farmers, and, and understandably so, may just say, you know, we're going to take whatever insurance we can get and we're just, it's just not worth it to plant the corn because the yields are going to be either so low or almost non existent that. It, 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 we can't afford to do that. And that would really impact the economy. And I think, you know, if you draw a line, let's say Interstate 80, which goes across Iowa, um, uh, across Ohio, central parts of Ohio, Indiana, um, uh, Iowa, you go north of, or south of that line, I don't think. They're going to dry out this week. There's going to be numerous showers and thunderstorms. But north of that line, you start getting in the northern part of the Corn Belt. You know, northern Illinois, they'll have some rain, but it won't be as much. Northern parts of Iowa, uh, uh, southern parts of Minnesota, away from the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. You know, that's a big Corn Belt in there. I think they will do well with the weather this weekend that it's not going to rain. But, boy, that I-80 on south, it looks waterlogged the rest of this week. Well, you know, it's interesting, Bernie, because uh, through Illinois and Indiana and Ohio— where there's a lot of, uh, of uh, corn and soybeans planted, uh, and soybeans would be the next crop that's targeted after corn. They, the soybeans have another couple of weeks beyond the corn, but if it's still damp, still wet in those fields, first there's going to be some rain that's going to move through those areas in the middle of the week, and then it may try to dry out a little bit or may not. And then there's the that, that's ahead of the tropical system. So the tropical system, as you said, we're going to get some tropical moisture. If it becomes more organized, that means even more heavy rain and more sustained heavy rain because it really looks like looking ahead at some of the long-range computer models that uh, whatever comes up out of the uh, out of the southern zones there and through the Gulf and through Texas is not going to move out of the way very quickly. It's just going to keep raining there for a while into the weekend and beyond. Yes, yeah, because of that slow-moving upper level low in the southwest that slowly moves east. It's a very slow, slow flow across the southern part of the country. And that's a problem. And, you know, Evan, we have a water problem. I say that across the country in that not because we don't have enough. We have too much across a large chunk of the country. In fact, the only area right now that has some dryness is the southeastern United States because it's been so hot. The rest of the country, there is zero drought for California. That's good news. Central part of the country, though, it's bad. There's too much water. There's way too much yeah. water. Uh, also, up in the northern portions of uh, Idaho and Montana is a little bit dry there, but not 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 a drought, mm. certainly. And, Bernie, it was just a couple of years ago <laughs> where a large swath of the country was suffering under severe drought. I mean, not just California, which was uh, uh, in some of the worst shape we've seen, but some other parts of the country as well. That's all gone. Mm. You know, there's that old moniker that— uh, all droughts end in floods, and that's really not true. But, boy, uh, in the middle of the country, that seems to be happening right now. So one of the things we're going to focus on uh, during this week, obviously we have to focus on, is that tropical system, does it develop or not, where that moisture is headed, but also where some moisture is going to develop, or the moisture is there, but where the storms are going to develop in the middle of the country. And we're going to continue to follow its impact, Bernie, on, mm-hmm. on the economy because I'll tell you, 
if the corn and soybeans uh, are, are, there's a significant uh, decline in yields, uh, that really could uh, hit folks' pocketbooks in several months from now. It could. And, you know, we were talking to some of our forecasters who actually deal with the corn and the soybean. The one thing about the corn uh, crop is that the yields that they're getting are much higher than they used to be 10, 20 years ago. We'll see if that can offset that as we move forward. But they be, we all become to depend mm-hmm. on, depend those high, on those yeah. higher yields. Yeah. So if it's down five, even 5 or 10%, which is... It's just likely at this point now uh, that that's not good. And then even even more than that. Uh, and then there's all the geopolitical things that we won't even talk about uh, that uh, the tariffs and so on that can come into play. So it doesn't sound very good, uh, but we'll keep watching yep. for everybody uh, right here. And I also want to talk about uh, our, uh, our our weekly uh, podcast that uh, as we're coming up on the hit, on the anniversary of D-Day, 75th wow. anniversary, 19. 19- 44, and we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to be uh, on uh, talking about the, uh, the the weather and how that really impacted uh, when the landings occurred and the success of those. So that's something that's interesting. That's only a, only a few days off. Yeah, and you know what? As you and we won't talk too much about this because you have all the information. But weather certainly played a huge impact it did on D Day, and the weather forecast. Yes, more important, the weather forecast had a tremendous impact. Yeah. So. Tune in for that one. We'll be back on Tuesday as we follow this developing story from the tropics. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.